Ah, good morning. It's going to be a great time. I'm so excited about Ignite. We've been working on it for several months. And you know, you know this Bible was not written by Americans, right? <laughs> this wasn't written by Americans in English. So to really understand it, you actually have to learn about it. And know how it was written. So Ignite is going to be that place. So come. The book that your whole faith is built on. You might want to know about it. And how to read it. And how to understand it fully. Because honestly we have just scratched the surface. Of what it means. And what it carries for us. Yeah? Alright that wasn't very... There we go. All right. Where's Katie? Where is she? Hi, Katie. How many of you guys know Katie and love Katie? Well, a very special thing happened in her family yesterday. Her brother is a football player, and he won the Buck Buchanan Award, which is the Division I Football Championship Subdivision Defensive Player of the Year for the Nation. So, congratulations, Zeke, and the Vandenberg family. That is a huge, huge deal. That is, he is voted, was voted the best defensive player in all the nation. So, he's an amazing young man, and we're so proud of him, and we just love their family. So, congratulations, Katie. You were such a great part of it. You are the reason. You went to so many games and cheered him on. You should get some, some respect, some honor. They should put like your little name underneath it. Empowered by Katie Vandenberg. <laughs> yes. Also, um, we have uh, some saints that have been not doing well. Some in the hospital and some just got out of the hospital. Um, Melody Garcia and Tammy is Melody's in the hospital dealing with some heart and some stuff. So to be praying for her and Tammy Drake just got back from the hospital um, and she's doing better. But just be praying for them. It's, it's what we get to do as a community is rally around these people that need some help and prayer. So just be praying for them. And if you know them, send them a text or something of encouragement and prayer for them. And then Kathy has, is home now. Um, recovering, so keep praying for her and her family. Um, she's surrounded by family right now, which is great. And you guys have been so wonderful at supporting her and loving on her. Just keep doing that, and we'll give you updates as we get them. All right? All right. How many of you think wisdom is really important? Yes. Proverbs 8.10 It's talking about wisdom. It says, choose my instruction instead of silver, knowledge rather than choice gold. For wisdom is more precious than rubies, and nothing you desire can compare with her. That's how valuable wisdom is. So I encourage you to go after wisdom. How many of you know the people that don't go after wisdom? Don't be one of those. We'll leave that right there. Oh, so how's your 2023 going so far? 
going well so far this we got a week under our belt how many already feel like it's been a year under your belt it can happen but 2023 is going to be an amazing year because God created you to be the exact age you are in 2023 he created you to be right here right now in 2023 so because you're in it it's going to be great wow that wasn't very you don't think very highly of yourself come on now you should think that because of you the year is going to be great man i might have to preach a different message today just get you encouraged about yourself Whew. Yo, you gotta, we're supposed to love others as we love ourselves. All right, I'm going to move on. But last week, um, talked about the key to 2023. And it's really interesting. Keys are really interesting. And what they are. You know, they, how many have a key in their pocket right now? Or in their purse? It's something you use every day and can seem very insignificant until you don't have it in your pocket and you're trying to get somewhere in your car. How many have had that happen? You get to get in your car and you're like, "Uh uh-oh, where's my keys? And then you start blaming everybody else for losing your keys, right? Where did my kids put them? What did they do with them? What... Where are they? Those kids. And then you realize you don't have any kids. And you're by yourself. And you only have you to blame. But a key is really, really important. It gets you somewhere. It's not the destination. The key is not the destination. It's what gets you to your destination. It helps unlock a door that you're trying to get into a room that has what you want. And without the key, you can't get in there. You might not know what you want, where you want to go. You might have the prophetic, hey, this is where God's taking us. But unless you have the key to that, you can't get there. Just like a key on a map tells you what all the symbols and stuff are. I might know where the destination is. I might know where I need to go to Chicago. And I open up the map, but if I don't understand the key of what everything means, I'm not going to know how to get there. Right? When you look at a map, if you've never looked at a map, you don't know what all these lines and stuff are. And those that know how to read a map, how many are really good at reading maps? How many are not so good at reading maps? My wife is that way. Bless her heart. Love her. But there's been so many phone calls of her in the car panicking. I don't know how to get there. How do I get there? I don't know how to get there. Please tell me how to get there. Five minutes later, when she finally stops panicking... I finally say, well, where are you? (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. I need to get there. I don't know. So it's a precious moment in our relationship. 
And it always ends so beautifully. No, it doesn't. It ends with me apologizing later for hanging up on her. But you know how to read a map because you know what the keys are. You know what those symbols mean and what this line means or this way of going. So keys are really, really important because they help us get to where we want to go. They unlock the things that we are looking for. And so today we're going to keep talking about this keys. And the key for 2023 for us as the mission is Thanksgiving. That Thanksgiving is the key that unlocks everything that you want to accomplish and live out this year. It's not the destination, but it's the key that unlocks it. So Colossians 2, 6. So then, just as you received Christ Jesus as Lord, continue to live your lives in him, rooted and built up in him, strengthened in faith as you were taught, and overflowing with thankfulness. Here's another one, 2 Corinthians 4.15. All this is for your benefit, so that the grace that is reaching more and more people may cause thanksgiving to overflow to the glory of God. See, we are supposed to be living lives that are overflowing in thanksgiving. Yeah, this this side kind of like that one. Your life is supposed to be overflowing. That means more than enough obnoxiously more than enough. We'll just let you chew on that. Michelle, that was a great meal this morning. Thank you so much. But we're supposed to be overflowing in thankfulness and thanksgiving. So last week I hit on a few things that unlock when we give thanksgiving. First one was when we are anxious, Thanksgiving releases peace. Philippians 4, 6. Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your heart and your minds in Christ Jesus. It doesn't say Thanksgiving will make sense. It doesn't say that Thanksgiving will make it all fit in your box. But it says it'll transcend all understanding. See, the world wants to make anxiety normal and depression normal. It's almost like if you're not depressed, then you're not normal. But that's not what God is instructing us here. He said, hey, when you're in a situation that you should be anxious, don't be. Give thanks. And my peace will come even when it doesn't make sense. Especially when it doesn't make sense. And we're supposed to be living lives that don't make sense. It's not that the situations don't happen to us. I think a lot of people get that wrong. They think, oh, I'm a Christian, so I shouldn't be in situations that cause anxiety or difficult situation. God never promised that. He actually promised the opposite, that you will be in situations that aren't comfortable, that aren't fun. 
But he gives us a promise if we are thankful, if we give thanksgiving, then we will have peace that is not understandable by the world. That the world won't understand it. And when they don't understand it, they'll go, how can I get it? See, the world is crying for something they don't understand. Because the world tries to tell them how much they understand all the time. And it doesn't work. So they're looking for people that can live in peace in situations that it doesn't make sense to live in peace. So that's what happens when you, that's what gets unlocked in your life when you give Thanksgiving is peace comes into situations. Number two was Thanksgiving puts us in the will of God. First Thessalonians five sixteen. rejoice always, pray continually, give thanks in all circumstances for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. Stay in his will, give Thanksgiving. It's really simple. It puts you there. Number three was Thanksgiving brings you into his presence. Psalms 104. Enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and praise his name. God said about David that he was a man after his own heart. His heart didn't stay that way because he had an easy life. It wasn't because his circumstances made it easy for his heart to stay like God's. But it was actually quite the opposite. But he knew if he would give thanks, he would go into God's presence. It would pull him into God's presence. So in any situation that he was in, he would start giving thanks and he'd be in his presence. Didn't matter if he was surrounded by his enemies, he would give thanks and he'd be surrounded by his presence. And you see it time after time throughout the Psalms. David crying out, hey, my enemies are around me, but I will give you thanks. I will praise your name. And it brings, it pulls his presence into your situation when we give thanks and give thanksgiving. So the key of thanksgiving unlocks his presence in every situation that you're in. So today I've got a couple more for you. But thanksgiving is really interesting It's not just a private thing and something you keep to yourself. See, having a thankful heart is really good. Like inside, I can be really thankful and have a thankful heart and and it edifies me. But Thanksgiving is thanks that is given. Which means it has to be done out loud. I know this isn't very popular, especially for us introverts. But thanksgiving is supposed to be given out loud. And it's actually supposed to be given as a sacrifice. See, in the Old Testament, there was actually a sacrifice of thanksgiving. That there actually has to be a sacrifice of us to give thanks. It's not supposed to be easy. Now, we all know the more we do something, the easier it gets. But when you start out, it's not going to be easy because it requires a sacrifice from us. And you're like, where is that? What are you talking about? 
1 Corinthians 14, 15. Now, the context here is speaking in your heavenly language and speaking in tongues and how when you speak in tongues, it's good, but the people around you can't understand it. Let me understand kind of the context we're in here. So this is 1 Corinthians 14, 15. So what shall I do? I will pray with my spirit, but I will also pray with my understanding. I will sing with my spirit, but I will also sing with my understanding. Otherwise, when you praise God in the spirit, you, how can someone else who is now put in the position of an inquirer say amen to your thanksgiving? Since they do not know what you are saying, you are giving thanks well enough but no one else is edified. See, our thanksgiving has to be out loud, not only so it edifies us, but it edifies the person next to you. See, your thanksgiving is more than about just you. It's about edifying the people around you. That's why when you're not here, the person that can't be edified that was going to be around you. See, when you're missing, or when you're not somewhere, something doesn't happen. But when you're there, and you're giving thanksgiving, you edify the people around you. And that's not just here, but that's in your home, in your workplace. When you're not present in your family, or when you're not present at your work, how many of you know there's days where you just sleepwalk through your job? Right? We've all done it. I know you probably haven't because you are amazing employees. But some of us have just sleepwalked through. And when you do that, you don't edify the people around you. But our Thanksgiving is actually supposed to be out loud so other people can hear it. See, God can understand our thoughts and our heart. But other people can't. You may think you want them to. Or not. Yes. Or you hope they don't sometimes. But as a husband, I cannot read my wife's thoughts. Even though she desperately wishes I could. And I wish I desperately could. Well, probably, yeah, you're probably right. There's probably situations where I'm glad I do not understand her thoughts about me. But Thanksgiving is supposed to be given out loud. And that's why it's so important that when we come together and worship, that we worship together. Because not only does it edify ourselves, and not only does it worship God, but it actually edifies the people around you. So that is why it's so important to come together and worship and Thanksgiving is given during worship together. So, super important, but you have to do it out loud. All right, here's another thing that it unlocks. How many of you ever been in a situation of lack? You know, where maybe lacked finances, or maybe lacked strength enough to do a job or move something, or, you know, you could lack in resources to finish a job. You know, I... I, um, I don't like to pay somebody to fix something I think I can fix. 
And so there's times when I lack a little knowledge and I lack a little resources to get the job done. We were newly married. We were um, in a house and there was a leak underneath the sink. So I'm like, I can fix that. It's just, you know, a few pipes, you know, replace the gasket or something. No big deal. So I get under there, find where it's leaking. I'm like, okay, I need this part. And here's where the lack of knowledge is. My thought was, hey, they're all the same. I'll just go down to the store, get the part, and come back. So I go to the store, realize, oh, there's like four different sizes. Well, it looks similar. Ah, this one's close enough. Take it back. Of course, it doesn't fit. Go back to the store again. Get the, finally get the right one. I get that leak. Sorry, get it all back together. Turn on the water. Of course. Now it's leaking somewhere else. Ten trips later. Ten. About the fifth time, I am lowering my head, hoping they don't notice me. But after you've been to the store five or six times within like an hour, they start noticing you. Ten trips. That's my record. I was lacking very much. But Jesus was teaching a crowd of people, and his disciples were in a moment of lack. Because Jesus, Jesus' disciples come to him and say, hey, these people are hungry. You either need to feed them or send them home. And the disciples were hoping he would say, send them home. They were done. They were like, hey, we're done with these people. We want to go about our day. And Jesus turns to him and says, no, you feed them. And the disciples are like, no, 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 no. We said, you need to feed them or send them home. That wasn't an option we gave you. We gave you A and B and you decided to go with C. But Jesus said, no, you feed them. So this is their response. This is Matthew 14, 17. It says, we have here only five loaves of bread and two fish. They answered, Bring them to me, he said, and he directed the people to sit down on the grass, taking the five loaves and the two fish, and looking up to heaven, he gave thanks and broke the loaves. When he gave them to the disciples, the disciples gave them to the people. They all ate and were satisfied, and the disciples picked up 12 basketfuls of broken pieces that were left over. The number of those who ate was about 5,000 men besides women and children. See, the disciples were in a situation of lack. He said, you feed them. And they're like, hey, we've got a few loaves of bread and a couple fish. What do you mean we feed them? And what did Jesus do? He didn't say anything about what they had or didn't have. He didn't say, hey, that's not going to be enough. But he took them. He said, okay, this is what you got. He took them, and what did he do? He gave thanks. He gave thanks for what he had. He gave thanks for what the disciples had. He didn't mess with what they didn't have. He didn't concentrate 
or put any kind of energy into what they didn't have. It says he just gave thanks to the Father for what they had and then said, give it out. Go use it. And we know the story. They have 12 basketfuls left over after everybody ate. So I think, it was, I, I think Jesus had a really good sense of humor. There was 12 baskets. There was 12 disciples. And when they came back, each carrying a basket full of food after they fed everything, he had to have that look of like, what's your problem, boys? This is actually probably what you had to begin with. Like, you've got you to see a little differently here. You were, you were seeing lack instead of actually seeing the provision that was already there. And just give thanks. He taught them to give thanks when they were in a moment of lack. And when we give thanks, when we're in a moment of lack, then God can bring provision. He brings multiplication. See, he multiplied the food because Jesus gave thanks. He didn't whine about what they didn't have. Some wine would have probably been good, though. A little bread, a little fish. But when you are in lack, give thanks and see what Jesus can do with what he's given thanks for. What you give thanks for, he can multiply. So when you find yourself in a moment of lack, start giving thanks. For what you do have. Another thing that Thanksgiving unlocks. How many of you been in that situation where you knew something was coming that wasn't going to be enjoyable? Like going to the dentist. It doesn't matter what, what's going on. Like I know I'm going to the dentist. All they are going to do is some x-rays, take a look at my teeth, and that's it. They're not even going to do cleaning. And I'm still like, I don't want to go to the dentist. I don't want, you know, that dread of going because you think they're going to trick me. (laughs) I'm going to get there. and They're going to like, yeah, we're just going to take some pictures and look at your teeth and you're on your way. And then they're going to get me in the chair. They're going to strap me down (laughs) and start drilling my teeth out. (laughs) But we've all been in those situations where we knew something was coming that wasn't going to be fun to endure or to be a part of, right? And Jesus is in this situation. He's at the Last Supper knowing the cross is coming. Knowing that he's going to have to suffer. That he's choosing to suffer. And this is what he does with his disciples. This is Luke twenty-two seventeen. 17. It says, After taking the cup, he gave thanks and said, Take this and divide it among you. For I tell you, I will not drink again from the fruit of the vine until, until the kingdom of God comes. And he took bread, gave thanks, and broke it, and gave it to them, saying, This is my body given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. So Jesus, knowing what he's heading to and what's going to happen to his body, says he gave thanks. And then after this, he goes to the garden and he prays, your will be done, not mine. And this is what it says after he prays that. So he's given thanks to God for what he's going to have to endure. And Luke twenty two forty three 43 says, an angel from heaven appeared to him 
and strengthen him. See, when we give thanks, it unlocks strength. See, Jesus gave thanks and God sent an angel to strengthen him. And when we're in situations that aren't any fun and we give thanks, it unlocks strength. Supernatural strength that comes when we give thanks. See, thanksgiving is a big key because it allows us to endure life with strength. See, we're supposed to have peace. We're supposed to be overflowing thanksgiving. We're supposed to have supernatural strength. We're supposed to have supernatural provision. And it all starts with thanksgiving. And it unlocks those things in our lives. How many of you would like some strength today? Yeah. Give thanks. Says Jesus gave thanks that his body was going to be broken. That his blood was going to be spilt. And he gave thanks. And God sent supernatural strength to him. See, thanksgiving unlocks peace. It unlocks the will of God for your life. It unlocks his presence. It edifies the people around us. It unlocks provision and strength. If I can have the band come up. See, Thanksgiving is a big deal. But you do have to do it out loud. You have to give a sacrifice of praise and thanksgiving. I wish it's something that you can just do inside. I really do. I I love praising and thanking God on the inside and just living life that way. But it's more than that. We're called to actually do it out loud so that the people around us can be edified and experience the same thing that is being unlocked inside of you. See, we're created to affect the people around us. I love George this morning at our um, team huddle this morning, our influencer huddle, talked about influencers and how popular being an influencer is right now. And it's true because that's what we're created to be. We're created to be influencers. So what are you influencing the world around you? Is it Thanksgiving? Or is it grumbling about the lack? Or grumbling about the situation that you're in? Or are the people around you being edified by the Thanksgiving that's coming out of you? Even though when it doesn't make sense. See, we're supposed to live lives that don't make sense. So this is David's words. This is Psalms 69. So why don't you stand with me as we wrap up. Psalm 69, verse 29. It says, but I am poor, sorrowful, and in pain. How many of you guys can relate? Poor, sorrowful, and in pain. 
says, let your salvation, O God, set me up on high. I will praise the name of God with a song and will magnify him with thanksgiving. And it will please the Lord better than an ox or bullock that has horns and hoofs. David is, David is saying, I, I'm a mess. I'm poor. I'm in pain. But I choose to magnify him. I choose to give thanksgiving. And the Lord is pleased with my thanksgiving more than any sacrifice I could make. See, back then, giving a sacrifice was a big deal. And David is saying, God is more pleased with my sacrifice of thanksgiving than it is to sacrifice an animal that cost me. The man that God's own heart is saying, give thanks. Give thanks, no matter what the pain is, no matter what the sorrow is, no matter how poor you are, give thanks. It pleases the Lord. And it unlocks all these things for us when we give thanks. So this morning, as we wrap up, I want you to go on a little journey with the Holy Spirit. And if you're in a situation that's pain-causing or sorrow or uncomfortability, I want you to ask the Holy Spirit, show me something to be thankful for. You might already know it. But there are some times when you're in such pain in situation where it's hard to see something to be thankful for. But the Holy Spirit is so good. He's so good to guide us into thanksgiving and to show us what we can be thankful for. So let's take a moment. So let's everyone right now, however it works for you, bow your head, close your eyes, whatever works for you to get a moment of quiet with the Holy Spirit and ask him right now Holy Spirit what can I be thankful for right now so ask him right now because here in about a minute you're going to do it you're going to declare it out loud this is what Michelle was going after earlier too so just ask the Holy Spirit right now what can I be thankful for right now? I've got 20 more seconds. keep singing this but you're going to declare with your mouth out loud so the person next to you can hear you 
we worship you. What you're thankful for. What you're going to give your sacrifice of praise and thanksgiving for. And you got to name it. You have to be detailed here. You cannot be general here. It's the instruction. Start verbalizing what you're thankful for. So right now, go for it. We worship you with praise and thanksgiving. We praise your name with praise and thanksgiving. We worship you with praise and thanksgiving. We praise your name because you are good. You're good. Come on, 20 more seconds. And then we'll sing this song together. 20 more seconds of giving them thanks for that item or that thing he's done in your life. Alright, now let's let's sing to him how good he is. give thanks that we will give sacrifice of thanksgiving to you no matter the circumstances but we will look up to you 
and give thanks because you are the one that gave it all. You are the one that lived it all and still gave thanks and still did it for us. You chose to come and get off your throne and come as a child and give your life to be broken for us. So we give you thanks. You are so good. And so worthy of our thanks. That we give it to you every morning. Every evening. And every part of our day. Can everyone say, Amen. Alright, if I can have the ministry team come on down. If you need prayer this morning. If you need healing. The healer's in the room. He's in the room and wants to heal your body. If you need prayer for situations, we're here to agree with you that the power of the King is with you. So come, come down for prayer. We love you. Have a great week. Don't forget to sign up for Ignite. You will not regret it. It is going to be an amazing time together. And we are taking a break for the Super Bowl, so you will not miss the Super Bowl. Don't worry. But sign up out in the foyer today. Love you. Have a great week. And spread Thanksgiving wherever you go.